you're listening to In Addition with your adequately perfect host, Stephanie Crignola and Emily Swan. What is up, Trash Pandas? Welcome back to In Addition Pod. We are so happy to be here with you. I am Swan and hanging out here tonight with Steph. We just got done talking some karaoke. And now, because the first song that I entered into that was from Little Mermaid, that uh, inspired my question for tonight. And that is (laughs) along the lines of, look at this stuff, isn't it neat? And I want to know what we collect what uh, what different things are in your collection? Like, what's it important to you to have either first editions of or full runs of, or if it's toys or we'll say even collectibles or like, what is it that is important to you to to own own copies of? So sorry, <laughs> we have a very uh, adventurous bot who is very excited for us to get famous. Yeah, so. I don't know how to do it i don't know how Bam. you did it bang get out of here Bam. oops Bam. Good bring work. the band hammer down good work thanks future Back. skeleton <laughs> i one day i'll learn how to use twitch <laughs> uh, anyway collecting things we are yeah! followers today <laughs> if, we, yes. if we listen to our bots oh gosh yeah I don't want to, I don't need to collect, like, I would like to have followers, but I don't want to collect them. That's a little bit, that's a little bit Tony in his room with the moving blankets on the wall, like collector. Uh, Yeah, let's not collect people. That's a whole different Um, conversation. So yeah, collecting. I, um, I guess my most obvious answer is editions of T.H. White's The Once and Future King. Uh, editions of Antoine Saint-Exupéry's The Little Prince. Um, editions of Shakespeare plays. I like that. That fits. I could see that. I legitimately have to think hard about any other answer to this question that isn't books. <laughs> and... <laughs> nope, I get it. Because when I, when I brought it up, my first thing I was like, well, it's comics. Like, it's it's comic books that's that's a thing that i collect that's a thing i've spent a lot of time collecting i have a lot of them that i own and i still want more even though i haven't read all the ones that i've collected yeah. so, but it's fine they're there they're there for me when i'm ready yeah it's like, not like a, it's not like you have to finish all the books you have before you buy new books oh gosh no yeah but i'm with you uh mine has always been different versions of jane austen novels and different novelizations because they again like so many we'll say classics they repackage and reproduce them a lot and i i have a thing about i like the like nothing wrong with the mass market paperback size but i like that slightly oversized size like i like that so i'm like oh there's a new one oh i like this cover i i don't need another copy of persuasion but i'm gonna buy it because i want it okay so funny story I'm not a fan of Vicklet. Like, I don't, I, I just haven't read enough of it because I decided in college that I hated it. So I haven't really read any, you know, I haven't read all like the the heavy hitter Austins or anything. Um, I love Wuthering Heights and I love the letter in Persuasion. Oh, every oh. time I'm in, every time I'm in a bookstore, I will go and I will read the letter in Persuasion. I don't even know if I own a copy. <laughs> like my own copy 
Because I don't know if I've ever bought one, but like every time I'm in a bookstore, I will walk by and I will read a copy of that letter because it is soul crushing and heartbreaking oh, and so beautifully written. Yeah. It's such so. a good moment to uh, <laughs> half agony, half hope. Like that's just, like there's so much especially if you are like really struggling uh after a relationship or waiting for a like in if you're in any kind of romantic limbo there's so much that like is uh, just yeah so real about that (laughs) anyway that's not what this is about Um, (laughs) (laughs) i was gonna say we we could talk i could talk to you dustin for a lot but there's uh so the again there's a moody movie adaptation of the Jane Austen book club. I didn't like the book as much as I actually liked the movie, but there's a great line in the movie where one of the characters is saying that she likes that Jane Austen always lets the male characters explain themselves. It's usually through a letter, but like it is. And there's a lot of characters in there who present themselves and really find their words through writing. And persuasion is one of the big ones like that. It's just, and it, it impresses me so much because it feels like the character who is writing it. Like, it's not just, this is a beautifully written letter, but it's a beautifully written letter specifically from this character. And so I am glad that you understand the allure in owning multiple editions of a, a single book. Cause like, I'm a sucker for new, Ooh, you got that sweet new cover. Yes. Yes. Give me that sweet new cover. Mm-hmm. And like, I, I feel like Mike's awesome because even if he doesn't, you know, understand, cause I'm not sure he would buy multiple copies of, of the same book. Um, but like he supports and gets it enough for like, to not judge me the next time I buy the same <laughs> book, just in a different cover. Sure. That's right. We have, honestly, we have. Like between the two of us, we have like five little prints or little prints adjacent books. Oh, um, I love that. Like one of them's in French, so it's different. Yep. Um, but yeah, so like it's nice to have a partner who doesn't um totally judge that because it would be really sad if I were like embarrassed at the the books I were buying. <laughs> yep. No, and I think the thing about collecting is, especially if you are sharing space with someone, these are items that take up space. Even if they're small collectibles, it's still a space user. And so if you have someone who doesn't like the space being taken up, it's very difficult to be like, Mm -hmm. but guess what? I brought home another thing. Another one of those things you hate. Yay! Yay! Yeah, Um, no, I... A really good point in chat. Sorry. Um, No, you know, you're good. He says one's in French and one's the one I highlighted. One's a clean copy for when I loan out the highlighted one. And that's something that like mostly with Once in Future King, because it's my favorite book of all time. Like I've underlined and arrowed and highlighted. And like, that's the, like, I love giving people books. I love saying borrow this, but like, it's okay if you don't give it back, like, because yeah. I will buy another one. And then like, so having multiple copies of that and having notes in books, like, I I love marking up books and I love like finding things that mean something to me and underlining it because then I look back and I'm like, this is where I was in my life. These were the things that I was highlighting and yikes, I was in a bad place and I didn't even realize how bad of a place I was in. Yeah. But you can tell from these quotes. <laughs> what was speaking to me at that time? Oh, okay. 
perhaps we all give the best of our hearts uncritically to those who hardly think about us in return. That was my like rip through the paper underlined section of the Once a Future King for a long time. <laughs> no, but I love that. I love the idea. And I, I think it's such a great idea to have books that you want to share with people. Like, especially, you know, when you're thinking about giving a gift, like it seems weirdly self-serving, but I'm giving you a book that I love. But I don't know. I kind of like, no, I'm at least going to try it because you like it. Like that, that makes me that much more excited to read it. Um, there was one I used to encourage people all the time and it was Zen and the art of motorcycle maintenance, Sure. Uh, which is again, it's random, but it was the first time as someone who has ridden motorcycles for a long time, like the way that the author talks about like being on the bike and traveling and this and that, like, it was just, it was the words that I couldn't ever come up with to articulate how it made me feel. And it like, even with that one, I would say like at a certain point it gets a little bit weird and it's a little bit more philosophical than I was ready for. But I was like, even if you just read this first chunk, like this speaks to me. And if you want to know what it's like, you know, aside from all the fear and the other drivers and all that, like alone, you know, on my own, on an empty country road, this is, this is that feeling. This is what it's like. Um, We'll get back to collecting after I give this real quick tip. Never stress about Yankee swaps ever again in your life because <laughs> I cracked I cracked the Yankee swap code open. I get so stressed <laughs> about Yankee swaps. I'm like, do you do something funny? Do you do something cool? Do you do something like I hate them? They give me so much freaking anxiety. White mm-hmm. elephant, if you're yeah, no, in, that was I was gonna say white elephant like stressed. Yes. Like I am sitting so there, I am like there is sweat dripping down the center of my back. I am so stressed about this. I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like it at all. I hate them. I hate them. But I have cracked the code. You go to a used bookstore and you buy, you know, $15, $20 or whatever your dollar limit is of your favorite books. So now you have like six, seven books and like you put them in a gift bag. And now I don't give a shit if you don't like it because I feel good about having given this gift. (laughs) So like if the person who gets it doesn't appreciate it or like it, um, or if it's, you know, not the gift for them, somebody else is bound, somebody at that party is bound to be excited about books. Mm-hmm. And you know what? If it comes back to me, guess what? I have a new edition of all of my favorite books. <laughs> yep. Like, yep. No, I love what? that. It's the best. It's that's like, so I, good. It's, it's so, yeah. Anyway, that's my <laughs> pro tip from me to all of you. That's so um, good. I fully support that. Email us at inadditionpod.com at gmail.com. Inadditionpod at gmail.com. <laughs> Tell us your favorite books to give in a Yankee swap. Yes, please. Give me yeah. new ideas because I can't give the same ones I did last year. Or two years <laughs> ago in the Yankee swap. Can't do that. Gotta find new ones. Well, and I loved like so my mom is a humongous Agatha Christie fan. Mm. And for a long, long time, and it was great because you know, <laughs> the joke was for a long time, like she's not a tech person. Like she didn't want to email. She didn't want to be on the internet. So she's not going to go to eBay. She's not going to go to Amazon. Like she's literally going to like used book sales to find these old Agatha Christie's. And she had her whole list of when she was collecting and she finally found it. But we also, again, like you were talking about, we found one in Spanish. And so when I was working on Spanish in high school, very poorly, I would read Spanish Agatha Christie to her because yes. even though she didn't speak Spanish, cause her and everyone else in my family took French, she knew the story 
So like I could kind of piece together what the words were so supposed to be, but she could tell me what was going on. And it was really yeah. fun. I like, love books in other languages. Like Oh, so good. So like Shakespeare copies and other languages. Yes, please. Uh Gatsby Le Magnifique. <laughs> we'll see. Oh, I love it. Yeah. The only thing I'll say when it comes to multiple book copies, the ones that I don't like, and this shouldn't be a surprise to anybody, is if there's a book that has been adapted into the movie, I don't want the movie cover. I want the art cover. Like, it, it no, I don't. Nope, I want the art cover. And I have bought, like, I always love the thought behind don't judge a book by its cover. I'm like, but I super do. And that's why you hire a really good graphic designer because people do judge the books by their cover. And if the cover looks cool, I'm going to buy it. I have like four books that have the word swan in the title because it had part of my name and a cool cover. Haven't read any of them, but I'm like, I'd like to own this. <laughs> that's so funny. <laughs> yep. I love that. Oh, All right. Other things we collect. So I love this because I know it's been brought up <laughs> on ADD uh, and especially with Phil because we've talked about it. It's for me, sketchbooks, but also notebooks, like nice, nice, cool cover notebooks, nice, like hand bound ones. I know you and I had talked about it at one point because we were talking about leather working. So this is this adorable little like leather notebook that I got that's all like recycled paper and it's got this great thing. I love it. I won't touch it. I won't put anything in it because then I won't have it pristine anymore. So I just collect them and keep them and yeah. not use them and draw on scrap paper <laughs> instead of drawing in a sketchbook. Yeah. Uh, but, oh, it's so, I, I just to, love them. I had to make myself stop buying journals. <laughs> I have so many. And, like, I don't even have a ton of empty journals anymore because, like, I moved. And so, like, I got rid of the empty ones that weren't, like, sentimental. Um, but I used to make myself journals. In high school, I would cut out magazine pictures and I would paste them. Uh, I will, I'll try, I will find, um, I will find one of them and I will paste a picture of it. It's like Scotty Too Hotty from WWE and like <laughs> weird like, quotes. It's like, it's a, it is high school stuff and it's pretty amazing. Um, but like, I will journal once and then never again. And then I'll go back to it like six years later and I'm like, wow, there are some, there are some journals from college that like, yeah, like I was feeling things. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I was mm -hmm. feeling a lot of things. I was using a lot of swear words and a lot of exclamation marks. <laughs> yeah. Mine, uh, cause some of them were, so I've never been a confident writer. Like I could write, <clears throat> analytical papers pretty well because it didn't take as much creativity and somehow that made sense but for the few times that I would try and venture into like putting my imagined stories into words like I go back and read them later I'm like this is so cringy like I am getting so embarrassed reading this for my former self like oh, oh yeah. I can't I can't do it and people are like yeah why don't you write more stories for your comics I'm like ha, 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 ha. no <laughs> no because <laughs> Patreon oh, tier, $150,000 level. I was going to say, it's going to be like a $500 Patreon tier before I'd ever. It's so bad. Like, yeah. I, I have a soft spot for little Emily because she was so woefully naive and she was just so wholesome, but she was not a good writer. Oh, God. It's, it like, was so bad. I consider myself like a writer. Um, 
I write stories and books, like nothing happens to them, but like I write them. <laughs> and when college me, and that's just like, it's the same thing for art. It's the same thing for like, you get more confident as you go, as you practice more. But like, you look at that. I look at that early stuff of mine, that stuff on, I lent, <laughs> I lent a friend my laptop a few years ago and cause she was going on a work trip and I was like, yeah, like you can take it. And literally like do whatever you want, use whatever you need to do, but like, do not open this folder. And she's like, <laughs> it feels weird for you to have a porn folder. And I was like, I don't, it's my <laughs> writing. <laughs> like that to me was more like, like, no, this is my writing folder. And I swear to Jesus, if you open this, I will never forgive you because it's just like, that's how mm -hmm. I get about it. Yeah, honestly, I think I'd be far less embarrassed to be like, oh, yeah, no, that's my porn. But like, please don't read my writing. Please don't. <laughs> please don't read that. Oh, um, gosh. L. Hanley in chat says you should let a non-artist friend illustrate your stories. Oh, gosh. We should switch. We should do that. <laughs> you can give me your stories, which I guarantee you aren't as bad as you're letting on. <laughs> and I will illustrate them, which I guarantee is worse than I can let on. <laughs> Oh gosh. Oh yeah. The oh. But you know, it's one of those where, you know, I can laugh about it now, but also like there is and it again, I could go into a full tangent about it. I know we've talked about it a little bit, but there is this very cool thing about when your brain is forming and when you're learning art and you look at children's art especially, like especially elementary school where the way that they draw and the way that they perceive themselves and choose to do that even as an adult, you can't go back to drawing like that. You can draw simplistically, but you can't draw from that same mindset because you're never at that mindset again. You age out of it. So the drawings that you do are still because you understand how many fingers you have. You understand how anatomy works, even if you can't represent it. So like, it's also of the like, nope, I realize that I miss having that kind of just imagination run wild because I don't have that anymore. I still have a good imagination and I can make pictures from what I'm thinking, but I don't just have like just this active fantasy imagination happening anymore. And yeah, I miss it, that. The reckless abandon too. Like Mike yeah. and I were at the gym the other morning and we saw this kid like flinging himself off the rock wall, like just would try anything. And like he fell on his face and he was totally cool with it. Like there's a level of absolute abandon that this child was living with. And I think that when we're kids, we have that same thing for whether it's art or writing or, you know, whatever, like you have an idea in your head. That's the best idea you've ever had. And you're going to write it now or you're going to draw it now. And yeah. as adults, we edit ourselves so much like we have this. Maybe we have the same wild idea, but like immediately your brain says, uh, no, what? No, go back to bed. It's three o'clock in the morning. Um, <laughs> what are you doing? And whereas like, you know, a kid, you're like, I got to get this down on paper now. This is amazing. Mm -hmm. And yeah, well, and I, I kind of miss that. I miss that. And I, again, it, you know, before we went live, we were talking about siblings and because I was an only child for 10 years of my life, like there was a lot of time spent, obviously, you know, my parents were outside doing stuff. So I played alone a lot. And, you know, my parents would even say like, I was completely content because I was just, you know, bombing around the woods or on the rock wall, like doing that stuff where I was like, I had a whole story going in my head. And I like, I miss that. I miss that yeah. just like. I was in it. I was immersed in that imaginary world that I had going. And 
yeah that's (laughs) so we'll see i carried that through like well into high school which again head back to the top very cool in high school yeah yeah we were Uh, pretty much the coolest very overactive imagination and would like live out these stories in my head and get them on paper and like type 10 pages of something for you know it is nonsense utter nonsense absolute malarkey but and i look at my writing now and i still like in the past five years or so like i let people read my writing now and that is such a huge uh improvement for my self-confidence and self-esteem and like you know it's not great but it's good enough to let someone read and that feels yeah pretty good <laughs> it's yep. not a do not open this folder type of thing. <laughs> like, don't be gentle but here it is yeah yeah and i i was always very envious of people who could be especially with poetry because i will admit that even in creative writing like there was a weird creative block for me when it came to poetry. Like, unless you were asking me to make things that rhymed or were funny, I didn't understand how you wrote poetry, which is so funny because of the number of people who come to me and they're like, I don't understand how you draw it. I'm like, well, you do this and you break it down. It's literally the same, but I'm just like, nope, don't understand. Yeah, how They're like, well, just write what you feel. I'm like, I don't understand. <laughs> I don't know what you mean. How do you do that? Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I, I like that. I, I like thinking about it in that way because it makes me approach the, the things that I can't do with a little bit more openness. Cause like, there are things that I can do that other people look at and are like, how do you do that? So like, I think we all have those things and just calling it out and recognizing that, you know, it's one foot in front of the other for anything you're doing, even if it doesn't feel like that, like at the start. Yeah. I think it's a good thing to remember. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, also, random thing. I don't collect it anymore, but for a really long time, I collected uh, Pez containers. It's a little... Oh, now, yeah. I don't actually like the Pez candy. I think it's gross, but I really liked having Pez containers. Like, I have a whole, like, Batman one. I have Disney princesses. I had some Star Trek. I have a whole lot of Star Wars. Uh, yep. I don't know why. That was just a thing. I was like, these are fun. A lot of the molds are really bad, but they make me happy. <laughs> I like that. That's cute. Yep. Um, I, for a long time, I was collecting uh, like wine corks because I thought I was going to do some cool art project with them. Um, and I didn't. <laughs> like I, Mike was asking like, oh, do you want me to keep this cork? And I'm like, no. He's like, are you sure? And I just like eventually like threw them all away because I, I had such a cool idea, but I didn't have an actual idea. Like in my mind, I was like, yeah, I'm going to do some cool shit with those corks. I wasn't. Yeah. Like I did. If I don't have, I don't have crafting abilities. Like <laughs> I don't have the time to care. Uh, throw them away. And I, if I want to buy a cork thing, I'll buy, I'll just buy it. I'll just. <laughs> there are some really beautifully crafty people. Yeah. Like I will support an artist who's making cool cork stuff. Cause no. Yeah. Oh, that's cool, El Hanley. Chevron cars from their advertising. That's fun. Yeah. I And Um, it's a weird thing. Like, it's not me directly, but I kind of, like, collect them so that I can also enjoy them as gifts. Um, So my dad is a huge, huge fan of aviation pinup art. And you can find them on, like, like hammered tin. So it's not super heavy or, like, aluminum. So it's slightly metal, but it's 
it's a girl and she's either like embossed a little bit or but it's just cool aviation pinup art and he puts them inside his trailer that he transports his airplanes in That's so cool. like like and it's just fun because you open it up and it's like all this like old school nose art which i love as well so like that's just a fun like oh this makes me happy and they're sturdy so it's not like a poster that's going to deteriorate like it's an actually piece of metal that is just nicely stained yeah i just again fun random yeah i like that uh my my grandfather was a pilot and he would collect um like beer can planes like when you like cut up beer cans and like make them into a plane he had those all over the house and i think that's honestly like a lot of the reason i don't collect things um like i i will hold on to cards if you give me a card, it's going to sit in a drawer for the rest of my life. Like I have cards <laughs> from my whole life in a box in my closet because um, I really love cards. And yep. I, well, I'll i keep like sentimental things like that, but I don't really collect. And I think it's because my mom's parents were hoarder. Mm-hmm. They weren't hoarders, but like they had a lot of things. They were tchotchke pros. Like they also like... Them that depression influenced again uh so the the styrofoam tray that comes under the meat that you buy like mom collected them forever because they were okay for like paint palettes for the elementary school but we would have thousands of them i'm like let it go mom let it go please and it's the same thing like now that i've cleaned out a number of relatives houses and had to deal with all that like not that i plan to ever have kids but even just having to have someone else deal with that, like, I don't want to put that on you. Like, yep. It was such, no. it was so hard for my mom. And my mom ended up throwing so many things away that she probably would have kept if she hadn't been so, because she was an only child. So, like, she was just so overwhelmed with the the massive job that it was to clean out their house that, like, yeah. she threw everything away. My dad's parents, like, if you, like, brought something in the house, they would like throw it out immediately like they're not <laughs> and there was plastic on the furniture there was you know they're those kind of people like yep yep everything <laughs> was very uh neat and my dad is the same way like throw it out <laughs> um we would have throw it out saturdays like you just go through and throw out oh everything that you're not actively using so that's why i think like i don't really hold on to things unless yep. they're like sentimental um or bags from heb that we can put in our cabinet so that we can eventually put our recycling in the 17,000 bags that we have there (laughs) yeah like tote bags I I, I just why why do you have so many tote bags you never use them I'm like but I need them I cannot get rid of them I need them and to your point about the cards uh and this is again we keep talking about how as we've gotten older like I I appreciated getting cards I would keep them a lot of the time because they were cute or nice and stuff like that but honestly, to make it on a very morbid note, like a lot of my relatives have passed away now. And on at least my mom's side of the family, there weren't a lot of us. Like we're a relatively small family. And so like my great aunt would write me, you know, every year birthday cards and stuff like that. And like being able to go back and look at her handwriting on those cards, mm-hmm. like it hits me a lot harder than I ever anticipated it hitting yeah. me. And, yeah. and I, yeah. you know, like that, that little sentimental. And I remember I was listening to a podcast that was literally talking about someone who had lost their mom. And she's like, I found a box of cards I had just kept for her because she just always sent me cards and I needed that. And I was just like, Oh boy. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's a lot of emotion right there. So yeah. Like I, I pick and choose there somewhere. I'm just like, it's a bad card and you didn't say anything, but some of the other ones where I'm just yeah. like, Oh, like that was my high school graduation or you know, just silly little things or whatever was happening at that time. I was like, 
I kind of like that. I like having yeah, that. Yeah, I um, I won't delete voicemails either. Like, yeah. I will delete voicemails if they're spam or if they're not. But if they're a per- from a person that I know, I will not delete a voicemail. Because I am afraid of death every day. <laughs> yep. Uh, anyway. On, a, <laughs> on a, a slightly sarcastic note, I had a one of my all-time favorites uh, when I was in college. And one of my drunk housemates called and left me a voicemail. And it is... It is the most gorgeous thing, and I love it. And I saved it. And honest to God, had I not had a wedding that I was in the exact same day, I was going to go to his wedding and play that for him because I was like, "Here's to you, Rob." And the literally the end of the voicemail is like, "I hope you have a lot of sex and never tell me about it." Okay, bye. And I was just like, "I just I love you. This is our friendship. Like, thank you." so like i get that and i i'd even like i played it into like a recorder so that i had an mp3 of it because i didn't want to lose it yep yep yeah, <sighs> yeah. such a weird collection Collecting so memories <laughs> yes so yeah like stuff said at the top uh people in chat or people listening like let us know what you like to collect. What do you look for? What's, are you a, you know, on your bookshelf, you have a whole bunch of stuff or you <laughs> throw it out as soon as the person who gave it to you has left the house. Um, <laughs> Cause yeah. Also I go to those houses that are super clean and I instantly feel like pig pen and I'm very stressed about it. Cause I, I'm not actually that dirty of a creature, but all of a sudden I'm just like, this is so clean and my house was never like this. Like I'm afraid to sit on your couch. Like, why are you sitting on the floor? I'm like, because I think this is where I belong. I don't know. <laughs> where is I mean, all your stuff? Yeah. yeah. I, I, yes. There are people who live <laughs> in Pottery Barn catalogs. And then people who live in a Hot Topic. That's yeah. like the range of my sisters. Like, one of their houses is a Pottery Barn catalog. The other one of their <laughs> houses is like a Hot Topic store. And so, like, I think, like, we sit somewhere in the middle um yeah, yeah. <laughs> with like some you know things um but i'm really like mail forget it mail's gonna be on the table for at least two months minimum two months for mail <laughs> to be sitting on the table even though i know i'm gonna rip it all up and recycle it anyway like yep it, it needs to sit there it needs to live in our house for a little while it's welcome to <laughs> uh, uh, i love so it people without clutter always like yeah it's it it makes me very scared like i just uh (laughs) it does need to think about what it's done yeah spectrum i'm just gonna collect them until i have a whole thing and i can start like pulping them down and making bricks out of them because spectrum won't stop sending me mail for real ah but yes but hey if you want to send us mail send us an email because we're not going to give out our address but hit us up at in addition pod at gmail.com uh check us out every first and third monday here on twitch.tv slash almost daily pod check out the boys hopefully the internet sharks will let them have their regular episode coming up Uh, but they're every wednesday night if you want to follow them uh and now that i think we we uh i berated charles a little bit our names should pop up the same in every feed that we're in so you should be able to find us if you're just listening to us but you should listen to them because they're pretty cool too uh if you oh and i gotta show the love that's what i was gonna do i was like wait there's another thing I know how this works. I'm really good at it. Uh, so in showing the love uh, <laughs> to what I will tangen- tangentially connect uh, as far as people that we have collected, uh, we collected some amazing friends from Dragon Con. And some of those friends have an awesome podcast. Uh, and they're called the Crash Test Pilots. And there's going to be an episode coming out 
featuring the two of us. So, what? yeah, Steph and Swan do Doctor Who with the Crash Test Pilots, uh, which was ridiculously fun. And I'm glad that they gave us uh, a time cap because I'm pretty sure we could have just kept talking. Um because it was super fun. So I think hopefully by the time this episode is coming out, uh, you can you can check that out. But follow them. They're on Twitter. They are anchor.fm slash crest touch pilots. Um, they also have a Twitch channel now. Same thing. So go over and give them a follow. Uh, they're not affiliate yet, so you can't see our video from it. But yeah, you'll get to hear the audio from that. And yeah, it was super fun. Uh, we're also we have we have another possible roundtable in the works. Uh, so yeah, definitely give them a follow because we might show up again. And they talked about getting Steph on for another it episode. So yeah, but yeah. If you want to follow me, I am at a swan named Emily across the internet. Uh, it's Doodle Crew. It's this in addition, and also sketching Shakespeare, which by the time you're hearing this, we will have done another episode of. So pop over to my Twitch uh, and check it out there, or head over to my YouTube, search for that. Uh, yeah, we've got another one coming up, which means I really need to finish the art for the one that we just did. So, yeah. Uh, but yeah, we love you guys. You're awesome. Thank you so much for hanging out with us and letting us collect you. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Thanks. We'll see you later. Bye.